Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Sit Down and Talk Show. I am your host, Shanice Talia Williams, and we're going to jump right into it today. So with everyone having conversations and talks about Jeffrey Dahmer and the Netflix series that recently came out, I wanted to go ahead and just release our first episode and go ahead and get the conversation started. And let's talk about a couple things that may be, again, uncomfortable a bit touchy, tough for some of us to hear, confront, or have the conversation about, but that's what we do here at the Sit Down and Talk Show. We have those challenging conversations about tough topics. So the one thing I really want to point out and have a discussion around is Lionel Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer's father, which he played a major part in the show that we saw. There was lots of highlights of the relationship between Jeffrey Dahmer and his his father Lionel, but I want to highlight some of the things that I noticed watching based on my own personal experience with what I call the patriarchy. Now on this podcast, whenever I address the patriarchy, I am typically talking about old white male. Those are the three labels that I refer to when I am addressing the patriarchy in general. Now specifically in this instance the patriarch i'm addressing is lionel dahmer so just a little bit of background information on who lionel dahmer is lionel dahmer again is the father of jeffrey lionel dahmer he carries his middle name and if we just take a quick look at who jeffrey dom excuse me who lionel dahmer is he wrote a book about everything that happened called a father's story and it's basically about his relationship with his son who he felt his son was what it was like for him to raise a monster and so forth so let's just take a look at the background of Lionel Dahmer I am normally really good about screenshotting things the first time I see them because I know how this world works when you start to uncover certain truths and certain information. And there was a website that is called IlluminatiExposed.org and they specifically had an article about Jeffrey Dahmer and Lionel Dahmer's connections to Freemasonry. And that page is now gone. It was active over the weekend. Today is Monday, October the 3rd. I finished watching the series on Friday evening. I started to do the research on Friday evening. On Friday evening, that website was open. It was active and it is now gone. So yeah, I wish I would have screenshot that information. And also the wiki page for Lionel Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer's father is now gone as well. So that makes me even more curious to know if what I am feeling intuitively and what I if what I've pieced together about Lionel Dahmer is in fact true. So 
I wanted to know if Lionel Dahmer had any ties to any secret societies as far as Freemasonry, um, any sort of Jesuit societies, anything that would connect him to some sort of ritualistic practices. And based on the information that I found, based on the college that Lionel Dahmer went to, some of the professions and some of the organizations that Lionel Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer's father, was affiliated with, were in fact ties to secret societies in the American country and culture, as well as Europe. And he also has the knowledge and the capability and the access to resources to teach Jeffrey or to create Jeffrey into the monster that Jeffrey became. So let's kind of just take a back, a look back at the childhood of Jeffrey Dahmer and the relationship, but from the perspective of instead of analyzing Jeffrey Dahmer, we're going to analyze his father, Lionel Dahmer. So if we take a look at the documentary and you take a look at the relationship of Jeffrey and his father when he was younger, the show depicts a very, a very, very turbulent relationship between Lionel Dahmer and Joyce Dahmer. Joyce is Jeffrey's mother. And you witness Lionel Dahmer consistently calling her crazy, labeling her with psychosis, labeling her with all sorts of mental health issues and diseases. We see her struggling and battling with her mental health. We saw her leave her son at 18, which lets us know that she is what I will call an absent-minded mother. She allowed the patriarch to run her home. She became what I call a bitch in her home, a bitch in her household, as in the literal term of a female dog who is loyal to the home, who is loyal to her owner. She is loyal to Lionel. She continues to allow him to feed her, treat her, and act how he believes a woman is supposed to appear in the household. And this in turn, in my opinion, took effect on her mental health as she watched her husband create a monster in her home that she had no power or capability to change or to do anything really because in her mind this is the life she chose this is the patriarch she chose for her home and her role as the matriarch is to literally be subservient submit and to follow which is what she did until she could no longer take it anymore when she realized her son had now become a danger to her which is why I'm sure she left him that summer of his 18th birthday. So when we talk a little bit more about what she's witnessing and how that's taking an effect on her mental health, we have to also now take a look at young Jeffrey. Lionel Dahmer is teaching this young boy how to dissect animals, how to harm things, how to cut them, how to be desensitized to bodily organs, how to be desensitized to blood, how to be desensitized to these things. And I wanna make a very, very real comparison between Jeffrey Dahmer growing up killing animals and being able to have that experience of taking a life to what we are currently seeing. And I'll do another podcast episode on this, but please, 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 everyone, to understand why Lionel Dahmer's presence and Jeffrey Dahmer's 
history is important. I need you all to sit down, download Discovery Plus. I do not get paid for any sponsorship by them, but please start the free trial and watch House of Hammer. We are currently experiencing the, the early parts of the next level of Jeffrey Dahmer, which is Army Hammer, who is also admitted to being a cannibal, but he loves to eat on women. But either way, cannibalism is a real thing. That is something that we all need to accept is that cannibalism is 100% something that is happening in this world. People are eating people. That is for a fact. Now, the comparison between Jeffrey Dahmer and Army Hammer, what are the one thing that they have in common that allow them to be monsters, that help them flourish in their, their reigns of terror? Their fathers. That is something they have in common. The patriarchs of their families pass down this behavior. And we hear Lionel Dahmer very often at the end of the series taking responsibility for his son, taking responsibility for his actions, while also trying to monopolize off of the lives that his son took by writing these books, by doing these interviews. And you see in the, the show where he gets upset that all of the money now is going to be going to the victims of Jeffrey Dahmer. So why is that important? Why is it important that Lionel Dahmer wrote a book about his son who did all of these horrible things and called it a father's story? Well, in my opinion, no one gives a fuck about what you think or what you feel or how you, what you even care about the situation, Lionel Dahmer, because none of us would be here had you never created this monster. And I use the word created in the sense of Dr. Shelley's book, Frankenstein. Why Frankenstein? Well, let's talk a little bit more about Freemasonry, secret societies in this country, the great American experiment. Let's talk about the inception of America. America itself was an experiment. Let's start there. An experiment, which scientists, which physicians, who's doing this? Who really knows? All we know is the language in the United States Constitution specifically says this great American experiment. Keyword is experiment. Everything that we've experienced thus far is the experiment of someone, the Wizard of, of Oz, somewhere doing and perpetrating and curating this to happen. So was Jeffrey Dahmer an accident? Absolutely not. Were the people, the victims that Jeffrey Dahmer preyed on, were they accidental? No. I would never believe that anything about what Jeffrey Dahmer did was accidental. It was curated, it was created, and it was carefully planned. So back to Frankenstein and Mary Shelley. Why is that? Why am I bringing that up? It has ties to the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry. And I am getting this information directly from the scottishritboston.net. They have an article about a famous Freemason named Erasmus Darwin, who is the grandfather of Charles, Dar Charles Darwin, and he is, of course, the contributor for the theory of evolution. People are made from monkeys and so forth. You can have a whole nother podcast about him one day. But specifically, his grandfather was a physician who worked in this thing called the Lunar Society. He was also an inventor. So 
He um very big in the academic world and also affiliated with Freemasonry, also affiliated with something called the Lunar Society. And basically, how is he affiliated with Frankenstein? Well, the book Frankenstein, Mary Shelley actually dedicated the book and credited the book to the experiments of Erasmus Darwin. So in the 1831 forward of the book Frankenstein, there is a dedication and there is a credit to Erasmus Darwin for his experiments and his inventions. Now, we know what Frankenstein is about. It's literally a book about creating a monster. So for that to be dedicated and credited to a famous Freemason who was a physician, which is someone who's supposed to help and heal people, and an inventor. What are you inventing as a doctor that is supposed to help and heal people where you are being credited and a book about creating a monster is now being dedicated to you? So now we fast forward back to Lionel Dahmer and Jeffrey Dahmer and the things that Jeff Dahmer was exposed to as a young child by Lionel Dahmer. They bring it up often, several times in the documentary that there is a possibility and a very likely possibility that Jeffrey Dahmer was sexually assaulted or molested by Lionel Dahmer, which is another form of conditioning and grooming to make Jeffrey Dahmer confused about his sexuality, confused about what sex is, what power looks like, what control looks like, how we have power, how we gain control. You'll often hear these people say privilege is earned. This is how you put in the work to earn that privilege. So Jeffrey Dahmer is created to be this monster but to serve what purpose? So now I'm going to point you into the, into the direction of a movie that is on Hulu called Fresh. It is a movie about a man who very handsome, very charming, will attract and lure women and then use them for their body parts. And then he sells them or sends them off to the people in his order because he is the butcher, he is the meat man, and cannibals exist. He's who they get their meat from. He's their supplier. Jeffrey Dahmer was a meat man. Jeffrey Dahmer was a literal butcher in the literal sense of being a butcher. Yes, he did it serial killing a specific race of people. And then we'll talk about that also. But what he did was he was a butcher. He would, where was that meat going? He wasn't eating at all. That was being sent off to somewhere. It was giving, that meat was going somewhere. And if we look at the, the actual distance between somewhere like Milwaukee in a major city, which it thrives in Freemasonry and secret societies like Chicago, it's not that hard to get meat from Milwaukee to Chicago without anyone noticing. It's not hard to traffic organs. It's not hard to traffic, especially as we can see young black homosexual men without anyone caring or knowing. It can easily be done. And we saw that happen with Jeffrey Dahmer. So I say that because again, this has been happening 
behind our backs, in front of our faces. This has been going on under the guise of serial killers, under the guise of psychopaths, sociopaths, to give us all of these labels except what these people actually are. Because Jeffrey Dahmer, again, was created to be this way. There was no way you could grow up in the house with your grandmother, you could grow up in a home with your father, your mother, and no one see the traits of you becoming a monster. Those traits were ignored. All of that was covered up. Let's talk about the fraternal order of the police and how they allowed Jeffrey Dahmer to continue to move how he moved, how they were awarded for allowing Jeffrey Dahmer to move how he moved. Let's talk about how they brought the victims back to Jeffrey Dahmer because they knew who he was a supplier for. And that is why Jeffrey Dahmer was able to operate how Jeffrey Dahmer operated for so long, backed by the protection of the fraternal order of the police. Let that sink in. The fraternal order of the police, the brother of his son. Come on now, y'all. Piece together the actual words that are used, the labels that these people take on when they join or become or affiliate themselves with these organizations and or societies. So now that we've kind of, we've wrapped all of that up a bit and we've linked together the father, Lionel Dahmer and his actions and how he created this Frankenstein, this son, Jeffrey Dahmer, to fulfill the role of being a butcher, a meat man for their order. And it's just that simple. Now let's talk about cannibalism, the ritualistic eating of people and how that ties into who they were eating. So when we take a look at these orders, these societies, these groups of people who come together to perform rituals, and as we know, Erasmus Darwin and Benjamin Franklin and Charles Darwin and all of these men who are considered our forefathers in this country were parts of societies called lunar societies and so forth where they did rituals and they tracked the moon so if you're tracking the moon you're tracking certain planets and certain things which is astrology you are doing it with a specific reason of performing an act which is a ritual on the night of certain planetary motions and activations in order for you to now align with the frequency or some sort of energy in order to possess it or in order to manipulate it. So they are learning how to possess and manipulate energies and frequencies in this lunar society. They are learning what rituals it takes. They know what magic, because that's exactly what this is. This is occult magic they need to use in order for them to gain privilege and power. So, and this is all again, fact, this is researchable. You can do this research on your own. So when we look at things like the Lunar Society and them performing rituals, a lot of these rituals require blood of a specific pedigree or they require sacrifice. So the thing about that is when we take a look at the people that Jeffrey Dahmer were using to get the meat from, the people he were butchering. I'm gonna specifically use that word butcher so you can start to look at him as someone who was supplying food for a group of people. He was their butcher and he actively worked as a butcher, which is even more, that should have, have waken up even more. Like the, the creator of that show was trying to give us so much by giving us so little with just us seeing him going in and applying for the job and getting fired as a butcher. He had the literal job title of butcher in his lifetime. 
So when we look at Jeffrey Dahmer, the butcher versus Jeffrey Dahmer, the serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer, the butcher went out and his livestock were young black men. Why do these people want to eat the flesh? Specifically, he loves saying, I'm going to eat your heart. Why was it important for them to eat the flesh and the hearts of young black men? Well, let's take a look at that. So they say with this ritual, this inception and digestion of humans, of flesh, you are consuming their genetics. You are consuming their trauma. You are consuming their fear. You are consuming their DNA. You are consuming the being that was once in that flesh. You are consuming their life force energy that is maintained and held within that fresh flesh. So and that's why the movie Fresh is important. The flesh has to be fresh. It has to still taste like fear. It has to still taste that adrenochrome. They are looking for certain hormones and even the melanin in the blood is specific to the young black men, the eating of young people of color, their stem cells, the, the lack of disease, the lack of exposure to certain things that environmental exposures, all of that's there, the tenderness of the meat, the way it's all of that played a factor. Remember, this man was more than just a serial killer. He was very, very, he could have continued to kill white men. He started with that. Why stop? Because it was never killing for himself. Um, a recent video just came out about um, with Life Jennings talking about how Jeffrey Dahmer would ask him to sing Pretty Brown Eyes in Jail. They talked about how he really did kind of deep dive into Black American culture. But was that so he could lure Black American men? No, I truly believe Jeffrey Dahmer at some point started to care about Black people. I truly believe he had a caring for and he had some sort of inkling that what he was doing and who he was doing it to was wrong. But in order for him to continue his job, he had to butcher specific people for a very specific reason. So again, this meat was going to his order, the people who he answered to, the people who created him, who needed to eat these young black men for strength purposes, for experimental purposes, for whatever reason they found that young black men were, they had a taste for, that's what their taste was for. That is why Jeffrey Dahmer specifically preyed on them or young people of color, young men of color. I very much believe that it was because of the, the reason the order needed to ingest them versus Jeffrey Dahmer just wanted to kill young black homosexual men. Also, if we take a look at the historical references around cannibalism, um, the one that I want to point out specifically, and you may even have heard the cliche or use it yourself, where you, you would hear someone say, I eat the heart of my enemies. Well, that was actually a practice in Africa where you would eat the heart of your enemy after you defeated them to show them respect, to show that they were a formidable enemy and you are now ingesting their strength. You are ingesting the heart that made them come against you. You are ingesting the energy and the spirit of that warrior so that it may never come against you again. That is the ritual practice of cannibalism and the ritual behind eating people or eating the organs of someone. It was literally the heart of your enemy. 
So to think about eating the hearts of young black men and what that does for someone who would consider themselves the enemy of blackness, the enemy of melanin, the enemy of these young black men, can you see why it would be important for them to be able to butcher them, to eat their organs, to eat their hearts, to eat their strengths, to make sure that they are solidifying themselves ritualistically to maintain and sustain power by any means necessary. And Jeffrey Dahmer was a part of that process. He was created and curated to fulfill the rituals of that process. He, like many other serial killers of that time, had connections to elite, to wealthy, to educated, to academic, to military forces, resources, education, practices, and so forth. Jeffrey Dahmer, for someone who was a long-term butcher, a long-term serial killer, he lived an extremely full life up until the moment that he was killed in jail. So, and several times he asked to be put out of his misery. He asked, can they kill me? I want the electric chair. He wanted to die. He owned that everything he did was terrible, despicable. He no longer wanted to be here. For someone who was a serial killer or a psychopath, I am someone who studies mental health and am looking forward to moving into the field of physician. They never acknowledge the fact that they are doing something wrong. He knew what he was doing was wrong, which lets me know that he was in fact created to perform the behaviors that he performed. And to wrap it all up again, when we talk about the story of Jeffrey Dahmer, we would be remised to stop if we if we just stopped at Jeffrey Dahmer because Jeffrey Dahmer was the catalyst of the problem. He was a creation of the problem. The problem is still living today and the name of the problem is Lionel Dahmer. That is who we need to be focusing on. That is the story I want to know. I want to know the origin story of the villain that is Lionel Dahmer.